This week's show is brought to you by Beetroot Pro. Beetroot Pro is a supplement for athletes that helps increase blood flow and improve athletic performance. We'll be reviewing this on the show over the next couple of weeks as we uh, are taking it regularly. And um, we'll be giving you an update on our times and, and how much it's helped us with our training and stuff like that. So stay tuned. So check out beetrootpro.com or check out their Instagram page, Beetroot Pro. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind, yes it's fine, come kick it with me in my imagination, in my imagination, well sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me sometimes and I'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb on my imagination. Thanks to the legend Steve Sparling. He's uh, grabbed a few special guest interviews for us from the GC50. So we'll be dropping them as bonus shows. Uh, the first one, which you're going to listen to now, is Karen Miller. Enjoy. Um, hi, Ron. I'm here today with uh, Karen Miller. She's fresh off the, her very first 50K event, Ultra, down at the GC50. Um, how did the day go, Karen, and what was your finishing time? Yeah, um, hey, Steve. Um, it actually went pretty well. Um, so my finishing time was 3.58.09, um, which was under my goal of four hours, which I was incredibly stoked about. Um, I would say the majority of the run went very well. Um, the weather was surprisingly cool. Um, we had a bit of rain in the first half, which was... A bit of everything. Yeah, a bit of everything, a bit of rain, a bit of wind. Um, probably one of the most challenging parts was when we got to the far end, just before the 12.5k turnaround point, we came underneath a bridge that had um, the tide had come in, uh. and there was like literally a river that we had to run through so it yep. was a it was a shinhai um puddle that we had to run through. so you had water obstacles the wind yep. Yep. the rain and the wind and then the sun came out yeah so, so you got humidity as well after the bit of the rain so yeah it was it was challenging but you know it wasn't that warm yeah. so even though we had a bit of sun and that course is notorious for having very little shelter yeah. particularly on the bit from Karambin down to um back down to um Kulangata, there's very little shade yeah um so we were quite grateful they had a little bit of cloud cover um yeah so the majority of the run went went really well i got to about the 25k point around the turnaround point and I could kind of start feeling as if I was starting to cramp up a wee bit and yeah. my, underneath my, um, maybe my hammy. Um, yeah, and I was a bit worried at, about it at that point, but it kind of loosened up and I just okay. got over so it. So you just basically run through it. But it was a sort of more of a premature cramp, so yeah. you just thought maybe I was going to get it and you didn't, it didn't actually happen. So. Yeah, it didn't happen. I was very lucky. Um, and then uh, I was feeling incredibly strong. I was um, averaging... At that stage, 4.40 per K. My target pace was 4.48. So yep. it was... So you're just was, a bit ahead. Yeah, a bit, of, a bit ahead of target. I was feeling pretty good. It wasn't until about 36 Ks that I 
dipped above um, 4 minute 50 per K. Um, and I recorded a 5 minute K at that point and then pulled it back. And then I got to about um, 43 Ks and that's when I guess um, I had trained up to 43. Yeah. So I think my body was a little bit like, what the hell are you doing? This is the furthest you've ever run. Yeah, we'll elaborate on your training. So we'll go back yeah. a little bit further. Um, you're a, a local girl here in Brisbane. Um, been doing park runs so your local park run is warner lakes is that correct yeah i go to um, go with my family to warner um but you quite a bit of touristing um uh, yeah a little I, bit i obviously see you here to, here in places all over brisbane at different park runs so we meet each other a lot and say good day but um we'll go through you've done quite a few half marathons marathons etc um, off the top of your head, do you know your PBs? Of course I do. Okay, so <laughs> you got an old. Okay, so most park runs aren't PB. What's your um on five k? So with Warner Lakes, some people get five k, some people slightly short. So we'll just call it a park run PB. So your park run PB is um that's at North Lakes, of course, and yep. my park run PB is nineteen zero two. Yeah, that's flying. Yeah, from um, a couple of years. And then ago. we'll go from that to a, the next would probably be a ten k. Yeah. Have you done a 10K yes, event? I don't like 10Ks very much. Um, I don't intend to race them very often, but my best is 41 flat. So I'm not particularly fast at 10Ks. Still quick. Yep. So, um, but, so basically as we're going on here, the speedier runs are obviously speedier, but you can't maintain that same thing. So we're going to see yep. a progressive sort of um, pace change as we get longer and longer. Um, we'll go to a 21K, so a half marathon, whereabouts. Yeah. Um, you've done, how many of them have you done? Uh, I've, I've got no idea. I don't know how many half marathons I've done. I don't a lot care. of them? Yeah, a lot yeah. of them. Um, my PB is from actually quite a while ago, 2015. Yeah. Um, and I did a 128.48 in Noosa. Wow. Um, nice and flat there, yeah. apart from the little footbridges. Nice and flat. Um, I'm probably more proud of a more recent... Um, 21.1 that I did and yep. that was at GD to GD 2021 so only last year last year so I'm getting older and I did a uh, I did a what was it 130 or something like that yep. and I was very proud of that because yep. it's a hilly course and I don't consider myself a very good half marathoner so I was very happy to get close to that sub 90. I saw you at the start line that day. Um, you tried to convince me to duck under the, oh, yeah, the rope right. and jump in with the sub one hour 30. Um, I didn't quite get there. I got 133.35 that day, so yeah, a little bit it. off the pace, but you just managed to duck under. I did. Yeah. I wasn't actually supposed to be there, but I, um, I got pulled under the Crazy. Rope. I remember seeing you at the end and you told me, I was like, wow. So, um, yeah, so, and then we go from that, if that's your favourite half marathon being older now, um, and how many marathons, can you remember how many marathons I do done? know how many marathons I've done. I've done 10 official marathons. Yep. Um, and my best time was in Sydney in 2019, where I did a 3.11, ooh, 50 something, I can't remember what. Um, and then just recently this year, after doing three pretty poor marathons yeah. after Sydney, I did a 3.12, oh, 48, yeah. I think, at um, Gold Coast this yeah, year. GC, yeah. Yeah. So you're oh, sorry, not Gold Coast, uh, Sunshine Coast. Sunshine Coast, yeah. yeah. So Sunshine Coast, so four hours, 12 minutes, so that's still. Sorry, three hours, 12 Three hours, minutes, 12. People. Three hours, 12 minutes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's flying so um very good pace for the the marathon so you're obviously quite capable of running that distance yeah, I like, um I like what made you distance. decide to do an ultra marathon road race um i guess 
I've had that in the back of my mind for a while. I've done the GC30 quite a few times. Yeah. I've done it three times, I think. So not. I've, it's been a bit of my, um, my nemesis, that race, because there's been a couple of times where I've been wanting to do the GC30 and I've had to pull out from injury. Um, I had a stress fracture one year and another year I broke my arm. So it's... I love that event though, it's it's very well run, the event organisers are amazing, um, I like it down in Coolangatta as well, yeah. my family likes going there on holiday. Uh, so I, once they dropped the 30k race, I wasn't really interested in doing the 25 or the 25 relay. Yeah, because um, it's not much better than a half marathon yeah. really, so yeah. So my target was GC50, um, new Balka kind of... Um, inspired me and encouraged me to sign up. It's a great little long little um, group the sort of Strava people have. We all sort of know each other. Um, New, New did really well and you also done really well. So that yeah. it's good to be in that little group of people. Um, Amy Brackenbury. Oh, she did amazing. So um, you guys sort of all know each other and, it's a, and you sort of all tow each other along. So it's kind of cool that you all got together on the day. And in, in the results, it says to you like, um, you came 44th out of 374 people that entered the GC50 um, Ultra Marathon, and third out of 35, so you made podium for your age group, yeah. and 10 out of 103 ladies that crossed the line, so um, that's a pretty good result. It's not bad for my first one. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Retire on that one and be happy with that, or no, are you going to no, go again? Definitely go again. Wow, okay. got a commitment from my family to, yep. to do that. Yeah, so the hunger's still there. Um, How's your recovery going? I'm pretty well. So yesterday I had the day off work. Um, so I spent a lot of time just lying around not doing a match. But um, yeah. I went for a run this morning. Yeah, just a, light, just a loosener. Yeah, a light jog with my husband every, through every, the trails. Everything still fun. works all right? Yeah, I mean, I felt uh, my first 500 metres was up a hill, the hill up here, and it was on concrete path, which didn't feel very good. Yeah. But as soon as we hit the, the trails, it, it felt much better. Yeah, and no, I feel good. Um, I texted you briefly and you said uh, yesterday your uh, hips and glutes were quite tight. Yeah, they're fine And now. Um, that's basically from just running on concrete. We did a little thing on the podcast a while back and um, I went through all the list of different running surfaces and concrete's one of the worst you can run on. Yeah. But we all do it and we take for, you know, um, take advantage of the shoes we're wearing really because they are super shoes and they sort of help aid with recovery. Um, you sort of in the old days, I guess if you were running on concrete and shoes from 15 years ago, you'd be in a lot of pain. So um, they've come a long way. So um, and you run in the Alpha Flies, so yep, and they've become a bit of a shoe choice. Spot spot the other shoe now. It's cool because everyone's wearing them. Yeah, no, um, I love them. They they I felt like I didn't really fatigue in my legs from them. For like I think if, for me the the challenging parts of the race were mental rather than actually physical yeah. from the, and I think the shoes really helped. Did you have a coach for the GC50 training and so you found your own training plan? Um, no, I, I developed my own plan, no coach. Yeah, no coach. Did you run it off of like a, a 42K plan or did you just um, uh, elaborate on that or I, make your own 50K plan? I kind of used the same structure as I used for a marathon, yeah. um, but I was focusing largely on like trying to make sure I do a lot of running on tired legs. Yeah. So I my focus was upping the mileage overall. Yeah. So I had weeks after week after week of over 100K running, um, which is a lot for me because I'm trying to fit it around work and yeah. everything else. 
Um, so yeah, I structured it, kind of used the same structure as I would for a, a marathon and just extended the distance of so Monday, majority of my So Monday to Sunday, how is your typical week sort of um, outlaid? Yeah. So you typical Monday through Tuesday, Wednesday, and what rest days? Yeah. How, how did you work all that through? So I generally have a rest day on Monday. Um, I, <laughs> for a couple of reasons, um, probably the main reason is my husband and I are into Formula One, so we watch the <laughs> F1 on the, on the Monday morning. Yeah. But aside from that, it is just a really good opportunity to let my body recover. I think moving forward, I might try and run seven days a week, yeah. most weeks, but um, yeah, I had Mondays off. Um, Tuesdays I did speed work usually, so I I had varied um, speed um, sessions. So yeah. from so you had a yeah. Nudgy track a lot in the, yeah. in the lead up to the yeah. GC. So yeah, Nudgy track, and plus I've got another location closer to home that I've been using. So anything from uh, fifteen by four hundreds um, yeah. up to ten by eight yeah. hundreds. Um, I was generally having standing recoveries. I think I might in future work on some more active recoveries rather than standing. So walking or just like yeah, jogging? Yeah, or like yeah. jogging in between. Um, yeah. Just so I can get more, I don't know, used to pushing myself hard and then backing off. Yeah. Um, Wednesday runs, I usually work from home on Wednesdays, so I was able to um, fit in a midweek long. So I was running usually around 20Ks. On a Wednesday? Yeah, just nice and easy. So over time, did that increase? So like, say, yeah, from, what, is it a 12-week block or a 16-week uh, block? So I started, so I did Sunny Coast, which was mid-August. I had two weeks of running, but like not just recovery. Yeah, so I think I might have been about 14 weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that mid-week Wednesday run might have started at maybe 12, 14 Ks. Yeah. Just, and then eased up, but I quite quickly got up to 20 yeah. Um, took those, tried to take that as easy as I felt like, like yeah. it wasn't a fast round at all. Uh, Thursday runs was normally a tempo or like a threshold session. So I was still trying to work on my marathon pace, which is around 4.30. So yeah. a lot of my Thursday runs were built around that pace or a bit faster. So up to like 4.15, but as fast as 4.15, but generally around the 4.30, 4.25 pace. Yeah. Um, and those sessions got longer and harder as my weeks progressed. Um, and then Fridays, I'd normally have an easy run, sometimes at lunchtime, to try and get that heat training in yeah. up to 12Ks. Um, that was a big part because, like, if it, it had fallen on, um, I know you had all the different aspects of the weather down there and puddles to run through <laughs> twice on, on the, at the end of the, the turnaround point. Um, if the GC was the temperature it was today it would have been a totally different outcome for everyone um so. today's two days later being tuesday um as the event was run sunday morning and today's predicted to get to 36 tomorrow's 35 and then 38 or something ridiculous on thursday um it just would have been a, a total uh, annihilation i think for a lot of people changer. i don't do too badly in the heat but i don't think i would have been able to maintain that pace and i think it would have faded yeah absolutely um yeah just to continue on the week training um saturday park run so quite often do it with the kids but also try and bash out a hard one every now and yeah. then don't particularly like pushing myself in park <laughs> run i like running with the kids but yeah um and then sunday um long run so yeah. sometimes i tried to build some race pace into my long run i quite enjoy doing yeah. that but generally it was a st steady hilly run try not to stop just 
bash it out. So I go back on Strava maybe five weeks ago. Uh, I see you commented the first time I run 42 kilometers in a training yeah. run and you actually just told me you'd done three. I must have missed something. I don't know how, but unless I just ticked it, went wow, thinking this is crazy. Um, you, you did a 40k run, a 42k run, and then a 43k yeah, run consecutive Sundays. Yeah, and that middle one was 42.2, of course, because yeah. who would leave it at Who would leave it? So you did yeah. it just to get the, the marathon distance done? Yeah, yeah. Um, how, how did you feel after that? Like that yeah. That's um, three weeks in a row, 40k plus Sundays. And, yeah. And I, lucky, lucky you had the Monday recovery, so... Yeah, no, absolutely. I needed the Monday recovery. Um, the first two weeks, I felt pretty good up by Tuesday. So I had some really quite hard sessions. Yeah. I can't remember what I did at the back of the 40K one, but at the back of the 42.21, I did my pull um, G's session, um, which was five times mile at marathon pace and then drop a 400 hard. Yep. So continuous. So two k. Yeah. So basically continuous. So it was like ten k's of hard of hard running. Yeah. Um. So I did that fine, no problem at yeah. all. Um. After the forty two, um. The following week, I was supposed to do ten by eight hundred, but I felt too sore to, to do that. So by the third week, my body felt I felt like I couldn't do that. So I dropped that session and just did an easy run instead okay. and did that ten by eight hundred the following week. Which I think was a good idea. Yeah. Um, so I'm not used to running multiple um, marathons across multiple weeks. Um, yeah. What sort of Ks did you get to on those last few weeks with the, the 40K Sundays? Yeah, I'm um, about 110. Yeah. One, yeah, just ar around there. I find it hard to go any further than that. Yeah. Just to try and fit it. It becomes in. a time issue with the family too, because um, I guess if you're running further than that, you're spending less time here with everyone, so yeah. it becomes a, another issue as well. I was doing things like running, and they would meet me. Yeah. So I ran to South Bank and met them. I ran to Red Cliff and met them. So, yeah. Yeah, they got to play yeah. in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you um say in the lead up, you obviously um, started some fueling practice. Um, what did you use as your fuel choice for the GC? Yeah, so I used Tailwind. Yeah. Um, mainly because um I struggle a little bit with gels. Um, yeah. with my stomach. Um, I also struggle taking on things like Powerade or Gatorade unless it's watered down quite a bit. Yeah. But I found Tailwind just settled in my stomach and it gave me um the right level of electrolytes and carbs. Yeah. Um, I got sick of the taste of it though. Yeah. Uh, that's the problem. Is it just everything tastes awful by the you know after three and a half hours of yeah. using it. Yeah. So if you're not using gels as such, you're just using you're just incorporating um liquid, um yeah. hydro hydrolyte and is it is it basically everything's in it the same yeah. as the gels? Yeah. So it's it's got your combination of um carbohydrate um and it's in a form that's easily digestible, but it yeah. doesn't upset your. So stomach. obviously it doesn't upset your stomach. So you got to yeah. stick with something that and obviously yeah something you're capable of running through and you don't get the stomach probably the biggest it. problem with tailwind is that you have to actually carry it yep. you have to find like gels are a lot more portable yep. so um i had i was lucky that my my husband and my children were on the course and yep. the good thing about that course is that the roads are open yeah so spectators supporters can actually drive up and down the course so the GC50 was pretty strict in where the um, supporters could give fuel or give nutrition. Yeah. So they had to be at aid stations, but they just traveled from aid next station to, to aid, yeah. like just, and just offered it to me. And I took it, sometimes I took it, sometimes I was like, no, it's okay, I don't want it. And I had pockets in my shorts that yeah. I was able to stick the, the drinks in. 
Yeah. So with the four-hour time frame, I think a lot of people, I think with a marathon, everyone wants to get that three-hour yep. run. Um, I know Steve Woolley from the podcast, he did his first marathon this year and he got um, two hours 58. Brilliant. So um, we always just joke about it and say, leave it at that and you, you're 100% on where you, everyone wants to be. But I don't think so. I think he's got a few crazy things coming up next year. I think they're doing the dust till dawn out at Tagulawa and doing. I just looked at that. I'm thinking, do I want to do that? What are they doing? Yeah, challenge him. He's doing the 50k event. Oh, and, I was thinking about doing the six-hour one. And Nathan's doing the hundred kilometer. Oh, um, so I think I don't know what time they start, but uh, doing laps. That's got to be a mental game as well. I think. I don't mind doing that. You don't? No. Oh, there you go. Steve Woolley and Karen's throwing the challenge out. Uh, I'm thinking about the six hour one and I probably will take it so late. And I haven't ran this by my family, so it okay. might be a no. <laughs> well, I'm glad everything come together. Um, it, it looked like you had a fantastic run on paper. I follow you on Strava, so um, when everyone started coming up, it was one of the ones that I just, I'm a bit of a data guy, so I yeah. like looking at all the stats and um, seeing how you went. And um, I'm Pleased to say, if everyone have a look, get on there and look up Karen Miller and have a look at her run. It's perfect um, the way it, she's gone from transitioning from a marathon distance into a, an ultra marathoner. Yep. Um, and what's next? <laughs> well, what's next? Well, I'm just looking at that. I'm not, I'm not 100% serious about the six hour run, although I could. Um, I'm definitely going to be targeting GC. Um, um, Gold Coast Marathon. Yeah. So I missed it last year due to illness, yep. and I was in pretty good shape. I would really, really love to get in the um, lower my PB. So I'd really, obviously, sub three ten, but I think I can go better than that. Yeah. Um, three oh eight would be absolutely amazing. So that's going to be my target, and then I'll try and do a fast half next year, but then GC fifty as well. Um, also, getting lowering my time for park run not necessarily getting a pb but just yeah. doing, getting back in that yeah. and working on my kids park run times as well yeah well um that's this is karen miller um thanks for having a chat with us yeah no worries and thank you. hope to see you out there somewhere in straveling yeah <laughs> thanks thank you Extend.